It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. It's time for Crossfire. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. To catch Crossfire in podcast format, go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Well, good morning. It's time for Crossfire. And joining us now is uh, Representative Anthony Moore from Clinton, District 57, one of our leaders in the Oklahoma House of Representatives. Good morning, Anthony Moore. Good morning, Harold. And also on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline, we have the Minority Leader of the Oklahoma House of Representatives, Representative Cindy Moore from Oklahoma City. Good morning, Cindy Moore. Good morning. I, I really Cindy got you guys it. together here. Cindy, we, haven't, we haven't done that in a long no. time. I know. The M&Ms, Moore and Munson. Yep. That's the order when we do roll call. Is it? Yeah, I guess it would be. It is. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Moore here. Mm-hmm. Munson here. All right. So uh, good morning <laughs> to you guys. Welcome to the program. Good morning. So uh, another week, a deadline week in the legislature. What Tell folks, first of all, Anthony, let's start with you. What does that mean, and how did the week go for you? Well, deadline means that uh, this deadline is that we have to get bills out of committee by Thursday um, uh, in order to have them eligible to be heard on the House floor. And, you know, we'll have floor session uh, in the next few weeks here where we just are on the floor constantly, no committee meetings hearing bills off the floor. Uh, it was a overall, I would say, a productive week, positive week. Uh, the one, um, the rain on my parade, though, uh, my bill for um, providing, uh, expanding Oklahoma's promise to children of teachers did not get a hearing in uh, appropriations and budget. So it's dead for this year. Um, it will come back. You will see that bill again in some form or fashion next year. Um, working on ways to try to maybe improve that and increase its likelihood to continue forward. So uh, overall, you know, seven of my eight uh, bills are still alive, moving those through and, um, you know, just trying to be active. I uh, had several get on the on the uh, floor calendar, but only one get off the floor this week, which was a partition cleanup, uh, real property issue. So people don't always understand the first few weeks, uh, first deadlines, all about committee work. So you don't see a lot of floor activity, folks. Uh, and no, five, six, bills. seven bills at most on the floor this calendar. Next, next time, though, is a big one for on floor work. You'll be hearing a lot of bills that got through committee, uh, and then they'll, they'll go over to the Senate. Representative Munson, what was your impression of the first week? Not the first week, <laughs> well, that deadline week, not the first week, but the yeah, first week. Yeah, it was definitely a, a busy week. Um, our busiest committee that Representative Moore and I both serve on is the Appropriations and Budget Committee, where we saw about 75, 74, 75 bills, um, probably sitting in committee for about two hours, two and a half hours. It actually went a little bit quicker than I think most of us were predicting. Um, but that, you know, that that's just a hefty committee, and it's an important committee, and, and we're used to long nights. And we've been in committee four weeks in a row for appropriations and budget, which doesn't always typically happen. Usually we add on an extra day uh, during deadline week, but uh, as much as Wednesday was like a 13, 14 hour day for me, I think, um, which we're, we're used to during session, but it was a long day, but I was glad that we were able to get that done. I also had a bill that was a priority that I uh, was working on uh, the sales tax relief credit bill uh, that I think was mentioned uh, last week by one of your listeners, but uh, it 
it was amended with something I did not agree with, so I laid the bill over, and we'll just figure out a way to work on it next time, either next year or find some vehicle this during session uh, to help working folks get some more tax relief. Uh, and personally, my I had a staff member who was out ill, so that always makes it tough when trying to lead a caucus and do your committee work. And <laughs> it was it was a wild week. I am glad it's Friday. So uh, a busy week for both of you. Then I take it. Definitely very busy. Um, this was, you know, every a lot of people scramble. I try really hard to get my stuff out as quickly as possible because you don't want to um, you don't want to wait till the end because everybody's waiting till the end. And that's why that agenda, you know, I mean, I think we had four or five revisions of the A and B agenda where they keep adding bills on and it went from like 70 to 72 to 73 to 74. At least you don't have Richard Morissette. And uh, <laughs> Scott Inman on the A and B committee. That, well, that helps. That, I assure you. And then you don't have Reynolds, Representative Reynolds, who was on the committee when I first got. I elected. I I will be honest. We have a few committee members who ask a lot of questions, and I'm not saying. I was going to say. I think we still <laughs> frustrate some people. Yeah, uh, Re- Representative Goodwin. She and I get along very well. Um, now we have different opinions on some things, but we really found a common ground last year and have a really good relationship, even though we give each other fits sometimes, but she asked a lot of questions and, uh, I, I expected to be there till nine o'clock and we got out at like six forty-five, and I was very pleasantly surprised and, and glad. So one of the bills that came out of committee, uh, was the bill that would put a moratorium on, um, uh, the, uh, any type of, uh, capital punishment uh, in Oklahoma for the next couple of years, that bill by Representative McDougal. Uh, I was surprised it got out of committee. Representative Munson, what's your feeling about that? And how did, how did you vote? Well, you, you're not on that committee, so come to the floor. No, later. I'm not. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was actually surprised as well. Uh, I think the title has been taken off and the enacting clause, which certainly weakens the bill's opportunity to actually become law. Um, so we'll see if it if it actually hits the floor or not. Uh, I think most people are aware Representative McDougal has been pretty vocal about, um, oh, my gosh, the man's name is losing my mind. Thank you so much. Richard Glossop, who is on death row, and uh, and he's been working on this issue for a couple of years. Um, so I'm not surprised he ran the bill. I am surprised it got through committee, especially that particular committee, because you've got folks on that committee who are a little bit more – probably not as open to criminal justice reform uh, and, you know, ending the death penalty, which is not what that bill does. Um, but still, you know, I think sends a message of, you know, let's let's take a pause. We may not always get this right. We don't want innocent folks losing their life, you know. And so I appreciate that. We'll see how far it goes. My assumption, though, is probably not very far, uh, but we'll see. Got unanimous approval out of that committee, too, which kind of shocked well, me. Well, if the title's off, you might explain, Anthony, what that means. Because well, so, that, Sunday alluded to that. A sure. Little bit. So in order for a bill to become law, it has to have a title and an enacting clause. Uh, and those sound very convoluted. But, but I didn't understand that when I first got elected. Sh- I'm sure, you know. I did a little bit, but not to the level I do now. And so... A way to move a bill forward and and let people say, hey, listen, especially so on the House side, if we pass a bill with no title on it, it has to come back to the House and you're going to get to vote on it again with the title on before it can become law. And so 
you're safe to just if if you're working on something and someone's working on something that you, they say, Harold, you know, members of the committee, I really want to move this ball forward. I want to keep this conversation going, but I'm I'm going to strike the title. That way, we can just keep moving it down the field and it doesn't die on this deadline. You have full faith and confidence that number one, you're going to get to see what the final version is, and you're going to get to vote on it again. And so sometimes that's just kind of a um, professional courtesy that you give to your fellow members to kept let them keep working on things, even though maybe it's not something that you love. If you have a question you'd like to ask one of our legislators, uh, call us at 323-5254, And if you want to make a statement or if you'd like to text us a message, you can do that as well by dialing uh, 580. This is my personal cell number, by the way. Five eight zero seven seven four seventy seven thirteen. I think I saw that on the wall of the bathroom at the truck stop the <laughs> no, other no, day. No, no, I'm no, teasing. No. I'm teasing. <laughs> That's terrible. It's a joke. I uh, no, I really appreciate the fact that we do have listeners that uh, text in, that call in. You know, I get texts on my phone during it. Um, I love, I love how many people at the Capitol talk about this show. We had too. somebody call right in. Uh, just happens to be an English teacher. Says, "What's the title of that bill?" On oh, that, it's the title of law that yeah, it's in. Yeah, it's the title of law. So under the Oklahoma statute, it'll be like a Title 48 bill. There's 82 statute titles, uh, you know, tw- you know, 12 being civil procedure, you know, uh, 10, 10A being children, 21, 47, 47, yeah, 21 is criminal, 47 is um, motor vehicles. So those are the statutes. Yes. Yeah, the title has yeah. to come out go into a particular statute yeah and so every every bill starts with a title at the top that says you know it's in title 80 or one or whichever one in between so see that's not it, it's not common knowledge and it's it's kind of um well i yeah. would say to start with it's confusing because i remember first getting elected somebody said the title's off on that bill what's that mean yeah exactly uh, but uh, anyway, we'll, we're going to take a quick break. If you want to ask a question, three two three five two five four. The hotline, Southwest Hotline, is open, or my text line at seven seven four seventy seven thirteen. You're listening to Crossfire on KCLI with Cindy Munson and Anthony Moore. Ferris Cattle is having their bull and heifer sale Wednesday, March sixth at one p.m. They're located five miles south of Lenora and one and an eighth mile west. This sale includes thirty Angus extra bulls, Maine Angus, Sim Angus, and Charlay Angus. These are gentle, powerful, service-age bulls. Plus, they're selling 50 foundation-quality open-replacement heifers. All these animals are fertility-tested and vaccinated. Free lunch is included. Viewing available at 10 a.m. on the 6th. For more information, visit Ferris Cattle on Facebook. Ferris Cattle, where quality comes first. Come meet Joe at Rick's Boots and Outfitters. Everyone knows how important it is to pick the right boot, and Joe knows boots. He'll let you know about their wide selection of Justin, Red Wings, Ariat, and Exotics. He'll also show you their Western clothing, Wrangler jeans and shirts, Cinch jeans and shirts, FR clothing, cologne, an assortment of hats, belts, and wallets. A great selection and great sales are happening at Rick's Boots and Outfitters, right off I-40 in Weatherford, just inside the ASAP General Store. You notice that everything is smart. Smartphones, smart TVs, smart watches, refrigerators, and even smart beds. Literally everything is smart. Well, have you heard of smart siding? It's one of the most impact-resistant housing materials you can get. Plus, it's cost-effective. It truly is smart. Did you know you could be smart too? Don't let another tax return just slip away. Invest in seamless guttering, smart siding, vinyl siding, remodels, and flooring. 
Do the smart thing and call Miller Exteriors and make your tax return count. MillerExteriorsLLC.com Why choose Patriot Diesel? They do more than just diesel engines. They cover every aspect of heavy-duty truck and trailer maintenance, from alignments to suspension, from heavy line trailer repair to hydraulics, and even trailer tarp repair and installation. They're your full-service heavy-duty partner in western Oklahoma, whose team is dedicated to delivering top-notch service, backed by years of experience and passion for quality. Visit them today, 300 South Access Road in Weatherford. Patriot Diesel, your ultimate truck and trailer partner in western Oklahoma. Visit Elk City, Oklahoma. Elk City offers so many great events, attractions, hotels, unique shops, and restaurants. Plus, Elk City has the one and only Ackley Park that's filled with many activities. While you're here, get your kicks at the National Route 66 Museum Complex. So come and hang your hat and visit Elk City. It's the perfect place to visit anytime. For more information and upcoming events, go to visitelkcity.com. It's time to tax like a champ with help from your local pros at H&R Block. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. Plus, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. Walk in or make an appointment to see for yourself why it's better with Block. This is Ryan Willis in Weatherford. Tanya Willis of Clinton. And Carissa Willis in Elk City. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitation supply. chrblock.com slash guarantees. Weatherford, tired of slow internet speeds and endless buffering? Say hello to the future of connectivity. 100% of our fiber build project in Weatherford is completed. With Pioneer Fiber, you will experience lightning fast speeds, crystal clear streaming, and seamless online gaming. So join your satisfied neighbors who are already enjoying the benefits of Pioneer Fiber, upgrade your internet experience, and surf, stream, and game like never before. Call us at 580-772-7155 or visit gopioneer.com today. 24 minutes after 7 o'clock, our uh, program, The Crossfire, brought to you by our friends at ASAP General Stores throughout western Oklahoma. I want to thank Rick Cook uh, and Sheila Cook for helping to sponsor this program. With us on the program, as usual, on Fridays, if this is your first time to tune in, it's called Crossfire with Cindy Munson, who's the state uh, minority leader in the House, and Anthony Moore, who's leader, uh, Republican leader in the Senate. A chairman of the Higher Education Committee. So anyway, uh, this was a big week, and I want to. We can't get out of here without talking about the grocery tax. It was part of it was <coughs> repealed on um, the the state portion of that tax. Four and a half percent was repealed by the House and Senate. The governor signed that bill. Your thoughts about that, Representative Munson, with with the, your, your their, their pictures circulating with the <laughs> governor right behind you, kind of whispering in your ear. What what was going on in that photograph? Sweet nothings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he rare moment that Democratic leaders were invited to the governor's press conference and we were even invited to speak. I think he maybe uh, regretted that after the fact that after I spoke, but he is uh, I, I was making the comment of, uh, you know, it's not every day that we get invited to these press conferences on about something good and something we've worked on together. And he leaned over and said, well, if you vote with me more often, maybe you'll be invited or something of that oh, nature. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I laughed and said, well, we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, he's, I, I think he's actually trying to lean into the microphone, but yeah, he's leaning on my back a little bit too much, but friends are having a lot of fun, uh, sending me pictures and it's circulating in the papers and the media, but it was a big win for all Oklahomans and, uh, was certainly glad to be there. Leader Floyd was also there. For an autographed copy, send $10 to friends of Cindy Munson. 
I love it. I'm gonna. I'm, I may have to frame that. We've got a good one of the two of us from a couple years ago that I need to put up in my office too. I know you, you signed for me. It, I need to get that one back up. So mm-hmm. you're both both were on the the side of of that. I know the Democrats supported that early on the four and a half percent cut. It still leaves uh, anywhere from four or five percent that'll be on your grocery bill, but it'll be an immediate uh, discount. Well, and that's what I mean, you it, know. It doesn't come up now, folks. Make make clarify until after the fiscal year when that bill goes into effect because there was not an emergency on the clause. Correct. Well, I, I saw something my wife showed me on Facebook last night. People were talking and confused. Someone said that um, the grocery tax only went away in Oklahoma City because they thought that rural Oklahoma still had to have it. Um, and so I commented and said, hey, it's 4.5% across the board. That's the state portion. You're still going to pay city county tax no matter where you spend it. So, um, but it's everyone's going to get a four and a half percent reprieve on groceries, which will definitely help with inflation. Um, so, hopefully that uh, you know when that goes into effect in November, we start filling that in our pocketbook uh, pretty quick. So the question I have, I'm, I'm concerned about it because I was there when we had shortfalls. Uh, that's a lot of money, four hundred million dollars out of the budget next year. Three so three eighty to four twenty. You'll cover it this next year from what i understand unless there's immediate downturn in the economy and less money starts coming in in from other revenue sources correct and you know that's one of the concerns that we've all had you know being very careful in what we do we have a six billion (laughs) dollar billion with a b um savings account um and so we thought the time was right to go ahead and, and, and make that cut i do think that you know with oil and natural you know we we heard earlier you know oil uh, is had a good second year in a row, second month in a row. Natural gas is at an all-time low, and so that's going to be one of those things that we have to watch and be careful of. So, Sandy Munson, any thought, final thoughts yes. about that? In terms of the, the grocery tax? Yeah. I mean, to your question about, uh, you know, just, again, I think um, as we move through session and other tax uh, bills, come up for discussion uh, we just have to continue being mindful about and if we are going to make tax cuts or provide relief you know how can we target the most who need it the most um, and that will be our priority but certainly don't want to do anything haphazardly and put us in a position that we were in and honestly less than less than 10 years ago so we don't want to do that and i think republicans and democrats share that um, priority well, it's Friday, so what's good? Tell me today? something good, Cindy. <laughs> Actually, it's work related, but I'm I'm hitting the doors on Saturday tomorrow, and so it's always nice during session because when we're up there, it can get, you know, it's just all the politics. But getting out in my community, reminding me why I do what I do, and seeing my constituents—that's going to feel good, and the sun's going to be shining. Thank God. So, how do you uh, decide what doors you're going to knock? Do you have a specific plan? She yeah. just hits them all. She just knocks yeah. everyone. <laughs> At this point, it's almost that way. Um, yeah, I talk to Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Libertarians. Uh, I don't know which neighborhood I'm going to be in yet. I'm going to find that out here in just in like an hour. So very good. So, it'll be it'll be a good weekend. Anthony Moore, it's Friday. What's good? What's good is we got some good weather coming tomorrow. I think I'm going to go out to the little place called the golf course. Take my son out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think Charlie McGill is going to come over to Clinton and play a little golf with Karsten and I. Uh, Charlie paged for me last week, and we didn't get to play golf in Oklahoma City because that's not allowed while you're paging. So 
I told him we'd host him. He he, he wanted to come play Clinton's course, so I think we're going to do that tomorrow morning. And then I think I'm going to the OU versus number one Houston basketball game tomorrow night. A former OU coach. Nice. Kelvin Sampson's return. Yeah. Returns to uh, OU. As to Lloyd Noble. For probably the last time. Last for, time for a while. Yeah, because uh, OU's going to Southeast Conference, and the only way they would play would be in, in maybe uh, – the tournament, or uh, they match up Southeastern Conference. Maybe a non-conference. Teams, and I'm sure we'll see some of that in the future. Definitely. Thank you both for being on the program. We're out of time, so uh, congratulations, and have a great week. Everybody have a great week. Thanks, Cindy. Yep, y'all have a good weekend. You've been listening to Crossfire on the right time for Western Oklahoma. Available on News Talk KCLI Radio and archived on Apple and Google Podcasts. Simply search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Just search News Talk KCLI in your app store. Crossfire is a courtesy of ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.